meeting of minds right here. Serious meeting of minds talking about Oh dang. This is like very directional, so I need to be like You need to have it really right in front of you. Very precise. Yeah. Yes. Alright, excellent. Did you wanna get that or are you not worried about it right now? Oh no, I just brought it in case uh No, that's yeah. fine. Alright. Excellent. Well, this is Sam Oh, Boy. you could do that. Why? Mm. Okay. Mm. Well. What's going on, all you uh, wonderful listeners out there? This is uh, Sam Boy. I'm joined here with my good friend. You can introduce yourself. Mr. Snow, or whatever you want to go by. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like trying to think of a better alter ego. Well, while he's figuring out his alter ego, this podcast, or this, uh, yeah, this little podcast of the meeting of these minds, it's tentatively going to be called um, It's All Relative, where uh, we just kind of explore the different contexts of you know various subjects and just run our mouths about shit that we may or may not know anything about. I don't know anything about anything. You know anything about anything? What That's a coincidence. Oh, okay. I know what I, I want <laughs> my radio name to be The Magnificent Shit. The Magnificent Shit? That's my... Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is there's a new podcast. It's All Relative, featuring uh, your, your, your wonderful host, Samboy. And the wonderful shit. The magnificent shit. Excuse me, the magnificent shit. El Sandboy. Excuse me. And the magnificent shit. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I could be. Uh, are we recording right now? Yeah, we're You just went, you just went for it? Yeah, All right, cool. Yeah. Just, you know, we're just whatever. We're just freeballing it, dude. Yeah. Let's just go for it. Let's knock this thing out. Go get some In and Out and, you know. Dude, they're about to open up one. Like go up hit a strip club. Dude, they're about to open up one on the street, but then there's also another one that's less than like a mile and a half. Why are In-N-Out's becoming like the new Starbucks of California? What is that about? I mean, well, I don't know because the thing is that was like my first job over like 13 years ago. And it was like at, at that time they were already had a pretty good presence. But it's like they're continuing since they're since – so part of their whole distribution model, why like they're like part of the whole thing is about like being fresh. So they only um, – allow their stores and shit to go out to so many stores, or excuse me, uh, so many different uh, states. So, like, I think they have some, like, in Texas and then a yeah. few other, you know, like, in the southwest or whatnot, but for the most part, it's, like, a, you know, mostly a West Coast Cali thing. Yeah. And it's just, like, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's I know we need jobs, we need employment and stuff, but I'm just, like, and In-N-Out is pretty good, but it's still, like, at the lower end of, of you know, decent-paying jobs. What are they, are they starting people out at 15 now, or are they still doing 12? Oh, I mean, the mi- well, the minimum just went up to fourteen fifty. That was literally, I think, on the first of this month. Okay, good. Um, so, but they were always paying. They always pay more than the minimum. So I don't know what their minimum is now. It might be like sixteen. Yeah, that I mean, you know, hey, mm-hmm. good, that's good on in it. Like I'm, no complaints there. But yeah. like from a from that sort of perspective, but from the perspective of like. I always felt like the charm of In-N-Out was that there weren't that many. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the whole shtick, was like, there's only a couple locations. It's like, you know, very mom and pop, and now it's just like, everywhere. Yeah. I guess, I guess I don't know, maybe it was just because I was working for it, or maybe working for them, or maybe it was just more familiar to me when I was younger. It's like, I never had that conception that it was like, like mom and pop. The, the thing that stood out to me was the, um, was the, um, uh, just how simple the menus were and yeah. how relative to most other fast food places it was, how much like more like healthy it was because it just wasn't as much shit. Yeah, and cheaper. Yeah, it's I mean, cheaper, shit. It's less processed, you know. Yeah. 
cheaper than McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the funny thing about when people say stuff like, oh, Target and Walmart, and they're like, Walmart's too much cheaper. And it's like, no, nah, they'll roll back shit for a minute, but then they see, they track, like, how much you're willing to, you know, when you buy stuff and how much. And so, like, when they bring it back off sale or off rollback, then it's usually a little bit higher than mm-hmm. average. But the thing is, they've already gotten you accustomed to coming in and just being like, well, I'm here. Because most people aren't yeah. going to go to two or three stores, you know, to buy all this shit. You know? Yeah, fuck that. You know? Yeah. One and done. I got shit to do. I got Netflix to watch, okay? That's it. That's exactly right. <laughs> I got to get home and play Bejeweled, okay? Fuck off. <laughs> you got to go home to play Bejeweled? you trying to get me to... <laughs> I got to sit in traffic, play Bejeweled, and then I got to go home and play the desktop version. What, are you going to try and make me go to the grocery store and a clothing store and a hardware store and... I don't know. A <laughs> place to whatever get... The fuck whatever the fuck else. Whatever the fuck else weird shit they sell at Target... <laughs> How would I just go to the one store and I buy a bunch of shit that I didn't even want in the first place? Exactly. Exactly. Hell yeah. All right. On another topic, actually, I'm gonna write that down. I wanna, I, I do wanna revisit that ASMR beard thing because that could be like, some, that could be, that could be even just as a troll, that could be some, some good troll uh, content. <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay. You know, monetize everything. If that one chick can sell her bath water. Yeah. Then, I mean, you know... Did she s- oh, yeah, she did. Then, you that know, was real. You know, which... And, and just for anybody that may happen to listen to this, all five of you that eventually hear this, um, that, that gamer, she sold the water, and then I heard a story, I saw a story that turned out to be fake about how 50 people who bought it got herpes. Yeah, that was a troll. And it was it was a huge troll. It was a Photoshop, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, but, uh, but, I mean, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I know we're, I know we're all supposed to be like not hating and respecting the hustle and shit. I'm not hating on it. Um, I'm just like, yuck. You know, like bath water. I mean, I don't want to be a kink-shaming motherfucker, but I, I, if I don't like... I think that's... I mean, that's fucking weird. Like, if you're going to choose... That's kink-shaming. <laughs> you're definitely <laughs> well, kink-shaming, dude. Well, no, look, here's the thing. Like, well, people should be allowed to not like something. I'm not... I'm not... But the thing is, I'm not demonizing people. I'm just saying that, I like... Th- hey, man. I'm saying that, yuck like, look, is tantamount to demonization. Okay, but it's like, you know, if you you don't like spitting, begin like if you don't like your lover spitting in your mouth or something like that, and you find it gross, then it's just like, hey, then then that's just not your thing. Like, I mean, I don't I don't get what the big deal is, man. It's like you're already putting your mouths on each other. What what are you? It's just like <laughs> slightly less direct. I mean, that's the way I feel. But I'm like, and people put far worse things in their mouth. But I'm like, you know. But hey, if you if you, it, it's one thing to say that that. Well, all I'm trying to say is that I'm not mad. At, I'm not judging people. I'm not mad at people. But personally. I can't get with that. It's beyond my boundaries. You know? Yeah. But I, but I, I don't want to, um, because I also, I just like, I don't want to demonize people. But then I also don't want to get to this like super correct space where it's like, no, you're not allowed to express. You're not allowed you know, to sell bathwater anymore. No, no, not that. Is that's not even capitalism. That's not even capitalism. It's, uh, it wouldn't be capitalism if you couldn't sell your own bathwater. Yeah. I mean, that's not even like the most problematic thing about. Gosh, I forget. Her it's, na- it's the inf- uh, whatever her name. I don't remember her name either. Insert name here. Robot voice. Yeah. <laughs> basically, no. That's not even like the most problematic thing about that like Instagram account. It's like this weird like um, sexualization of like childlike behavior. Mm-hmm. The like the lolly shit. Yeah. Which is like, and again, I don't know, not to kink shame or whatever, but that seems pretty dangerously close to pedophilia, which is like you know universally illegal. Yeah. Um. And immoral and shit and like kind of. Uh, so uh, 
And so the, here's the thing: it ties, you know, so it, yeah, it, it ties perfectly in, into that stuff because it's like, well, well, let's just look at this from a from a. I wish I should have, you know, if I knew we were gonna talk about this, I would have popped up a study. video, dude. Popped up a video? No, popped up a study. I because I already yeah. seen the like clip of her, and I'm just like, yeah, that's some like it's definitely like on some lolly stuff. But I'm like, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, is she actually an adult? And it's it, there's also that question of. I mean, I think she knows what she's doing, man. Like, oh, of course. There's like a video of her eating a raw egg. I saw that shit. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she's like just taking a <laughs> massive piss on the whole thing. Dude, you know what's so funny about that? Is I saw a meme. I don't know if it was an onion or somebody talking about um she's selling her pee. Now. Oh yeah. But I think that's another troll. I'd buy it. You know. <laughs> I mean, not the pee, but I'd buy that she's doing it. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. You know what? Whatever she wants to sell, man. Like, I'm pretty sure. This is all, this is, her whole thing is a, I'm pretty sure, okay, look, you know what, I'm going to go out on a limb here, uh, she's, a, this is a honeypot operation, I'm pretty sure she was sent by, you know, um, Anita Sarkeesian to <laughs> trap the gamers, she's an Anita Sarkeesian honeypot, okay, so, Anita Sarkeesian yeah, the savior, honeypot. the savior of gaming, she's finishing the job. I would love to hear Anita, Anita, Anita Sarkeesian's response. Oh, my God. Word, I think the first words would be out of her mouth is that this is very problematic. Can we please... I don't endorse Yo, can we call Anita Sarkeesian and get her perspective on gamer bathwater? She's like, honeypot is a dangerous... Here, uh, hold on. I think I got Anita Sarkeesian's phone number. Let me call her real quick. I wish. I think she'd probably be like, honeypot is a very derogatory, misogynistic... It's an example of of typical misogynoir that was romanticized in media like uh, like Bond, uh, James Bond films, 007 films, you know. Which, by the way, scientists say that if he actually slept with all those women, he would have every STD known to man and a half a dozen new ones. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I w I think that uh, isn't isn't Honeypot like an example of oh of a woman like owning her sexual power. And using it to like, I don't know. I'm getting myself into a. I'm digging a hole here. In the patriarchy, yeah. a woman can't own herself. So you're saying that what all women are always property? No, no. What I'm what I'm saying is that that. Are we doing this right now? Are we having a Are we having a straw man <laughs> argument with a, with a bad impression of Anita Sarkeesian? <laughs> I don't even know what impression I'm trying to do. <laughs> I mean, what well maybe that's an interesting thing to think about. Is it is is the is the concept of a well maybe that's next episode right weigh in in the polls guys <laughs> is the concept of a honeypot patriarchal and sexist or is it like empowering for women because they're using their their mystique yeah I, I need to find the right words to say that because even that sounds like problematic actually it could be something we explore later I think the I think on the the I think at the on the surface is that like once again it's it's a context is key here so it's yeah. like yeah a woman you know should be able to own like everybody should be able to have autonomy and, you know, own their sexuality and use it, you know, whatever way they want, like this, you know, gamer chick that we were just talking about. Yeah. But it's you know, in the context of 007, it's always that they're it's always that they're not only are they being seduced by and used by 007, sometimes they're being murdered by him, um, or just easily discarded and killed by his enemies. Right. Um, they're really just used more as a prop in that context. Yeah. Um and, that, and, and the funny thing is, is that like even with the shitty impression I was trying to do of Arnidius Sarkeesian, ultimately, I, ultimately, I, I uh, uh, she has a point. I get the point in stuff. It's I mean, she saved gaming, dude. 
<laughs> she and uh, what was her name? What was the other one? Oh, uh, what's her Zoe, name? Zoe, uh, something or other. Zoe, something or other. I mean, because it was like the whole Gamergate thing was, and that was really like my first foray into like really getting into the muck of like social, uh, 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 like the communities and shit. Whereas before, I would just kind of just enjoy the content and just have my own, you know, opinions without any real input. But like when I really started getting engaged and shit and watching Gamergate, and it was like, okay, you know, so and so releases a game, an indie game, and it's getting all these reviews. It's about depression, um, yeah, yeah, shit, right? Mental illness, and um, and then the you shout know, out the mental illness. Shout out mental illness. Woo-hoo! Yo, look, if you got a mental illness, if you're medicated, not medicated, whatever you got going on, that's <laughs> dope as fuck, man. That's right. Whatever it is you're doing to help cope, as long as you ain't directly abusing anybody. You know, else using anybody else, exploiting nobody else. Uh, you know, because there really is no no um, ethical consumption, consumables, excuse me, yeah. in in capitalism. Look, I'm gonna dip my balls into some Thousand Island dressing because <laughs> I got depression. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm uh, sorry to disappoint you, Nate, but we only have balsamic in the fridge. R.I.P. Betty White. <laughs> she ain't dead yet, but for when she dies, because it's coming up. <laughs> Wait, she still ain't dead. Shout out that Zach Fox. Um, I don't she know. Did die. Did she die? Hold on, let's take. We have the internet here. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just shamelessly quoting that <laughs> Zach Fox freestyle, because I have no original ideas anymore. Oh shit, she's still going. 97. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure she's gonna like outlive everything. She's gonna outlive the planet Earth. Oh God. <laughs> there will be no humanity. There will just be Betty White. <laughs> no human civilization. There will be no, no si- just Betty White roaming the <laughs> barren <laughs> landscape, hunting, you know, radioactive. Uh, whatever. Butterscotches. Radioactive butterscotches. Hunting for, <laughs> hunting and scavenging for radioactive butterscotch. She'll have been around so long that her hair will have gone from white all the way, b- and it will restore all of its color back. <laughs> yeah, she'll just be straight up like blonde. She'll go back through the circle of life twice. Yeah. <laughs> what were we just talking about? Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. Uh, Mobius Benjamin Button. Mobius person. Benjamin Button. Oh, I don't know. We were. Ta- I think we were talking about how Anita Sarkeesian saved gaming. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, the whole Gamergate thing, and, like, how... Yeah, on one hand, it's like I get it, like... Because the whole scandal broke because it was, like, oh, journalists and um, the ties that some of these journalists had to this indie de- uh, game developer of this mental or this depression game. And so, obviously, that's a fucking issue. Um, you know, saying when you have... Because uh, apparently, you know, it was, like, the developer were, were uh, romantic ties with some of these journalists. And so, obviously, there's an ethical... And the thing is, there's a genuine ethical concern there. Um, but the thing is the way that it got talked about, it became all about demonizing um, just a lot of misogynist bullshit towards, I mean, towards, the, towards uh, women in the presence of women it's like, in gaming. Play. I don't know. It's just like oh, it's about ethics and game. It's about ethics and game reviews. And it's fucking. It's about ethics and games journalism. It's like fucking dog. Okay, how about we talk about ethics and like and literally any other journalism for any other media. You think those guys aren't fucking each other? Like But the thing but the thing it's is just a silly it's like such a just a silly excuse. No, but the thing is that for in those respective communities for whatever you follow, when that when when you when you see those blatant because of course we all assume and and see certain deals being made, there's certain expectations. Right. But like one of the things that's kind of, you know, not spoken, especially given um, the conversation around power dynamics and sex is romantic relationships of any kind, right? Um, because you're adding in a whole nother, you know, nasty layer. It's just like you know, hiring your family, 
for something. It's one thing to hire people that you know that have already been in a particular you know position for a long time. There's a certain level of nepotism there, and then it's another level when it's you know somebody you sl- you're sleeping with, or if it's uh, uh, one of your direct family members. I mean, yeah, but like, how many how many actors have gotten like I mean, not not to name names, but you know, how many famous actors have like gotten gigs because they slept with someone? How many people in Hollywood or in the music industry or in I mean, shit. L- name your industry, dude. Like, it's just. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. But the whole point is about the like the Me Too movement and Times Up is that yeah. like, or just like with the photo evidence of police brutality or corruption right. and stuff is that like now it's we're not just a, it's not just an assumption or not just something that people who follow. It's like now even if you don't, if, even if you don't know people in these respective communities, now you know it's it's unavoidable. You know, what I'm saying for a long time, right? It was. It was just something like, oh, if you're in that respective industry, then you know, oh, so and so is a perv, and you know, blah blah blah. And maybe it got, it came up a few times, but got squashed. Yeah. Now it's like you can't ignore it, and that's what's making the difference in a lot of this stuff. So once again, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, like once again, the context is key because there should always be a sense of ethics in whatever we're doing, even if it's just something you know, if you consider games, uh, gaming journalism to be lowly, there should be a certain set of ethics there. But the thing, and then the thing is, you look at the context. Like, okay, you're taking your criticism of this very minor ethical violation and making it into something uh, that straight up was just straight up sexist and misogynistic, and just yeah. about destroying these individuals because of their presence and their critique of gaming in general. It's just like, ah, uh, you're making, you're taking my shooty shooty jerk off time yeah, and putting feelings in it. Yeah, you're taking away my titty physics. And, and 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 you know what I'm saying, and giving me, you know, what I'm saying tone oh. down busts and tone down. How you know, like how dare you ask me to make to have more realistic depictions and more fully fleshed out depictions of women in my media? I don't want to see women as people. They're just They're not jiggling women. titties. Women are objects, not people. <laughs> women are women are property. How am I supposed to put new stains in my waifu pillow if my waifu only has a, a smaller bust than me? Look. You need to clean your room. Um, <laughs> you need to go buy a lobster. Um, and uh, you realize that uh, all this uh, neo-social Marxist bullshit is um, they're just trying to take away your masculinity. In all the pink-haired SJWs uh, <laughs> out there, all the pita freaks, I just want to let you know that I'm doing well since I've moved to a diet of strictly uh, salt strictly and beef, pr- beef and, and prime rib Jesus. And, and salt. Uh, uh, I've experienced a less anxiety, a little <laughs> more constipation, but I mean... Uh, Have you seen his, like, no. his, like, there's a blog or something he did from, God, what is it? It was basically him saying that he's having, like, severe night terrors oh, yeah, and imagining, like, murdering <laughs> his dissenters because what? of his, like, meat diet. Yeah. Okay. He's going insane. Wait, how I mean, not that he wasn't already, Wait, how but... how recent is that? Because I remember, because I mean, he first talked, like mentioned oh that, like God. Oh, I couldn't sleep and shit, like on Joe Rogan, like months ago. Oh yeah, it was months ago. Yeah, it was like it was like months ago. So I don't know if he st- he made that. Okay. I think it was around the same time. Okay. As I laugh. I'm laughing, but at the same time, that's terrifying because this guy has like because he's a fucking reactionary. Yeah. Who has this strange? Uh, he 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 stands in these strange. Um, so he's a clinical psychologist. Yeah. Right. And so, but the thing is, he's a Jungian, Carl Jung, excuse me, Jungian psychologist, which for those that don't know or not familiar with his name in psychology, he was a psychologist 
Um, oh, also, just you know, for the record, for in case anyone cares, we're talking about uh, JP himself. Dr. Jordan. Dr. Jordan. Yeah. Canadian psychologist and best-selling author, unfortunately. Or excuse me, for better or for worse. Now, fuck it. This is a lefty podcast. Clean your room. Clean your room. Um, Daddy Peterson. But that's but no, but that's scary because he's such um, because so much of his his oh, there's compression on this. True. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna compress the heck out of my voice now. Oh yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. I guess I should maybe I should do this. Yeah, just. Yeah, it's not a little much. Do I well, sound you're far you're far away from the mic. That's your deal. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Give us a little more here. Pull this up. Wait, so should back. I put on more gain then, or should I just? I don't necessarily want to sit closer. I mean, yeah, maybe throw some more gain on it. If that's your. If you like it, then you put some, should put some gain on it. Yeah, if there you, you like go. It, then you should put some gain on it. Yeah, now it sounds like I'm closer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good audible audio uh, illusion right there. Yeah. Or audio sounds illusion. like we're just whispering right now. We're audio engineers. Oh, it's gonna be okay. Get you a little more beer to his arm off. It's gonna probably have a heart attack if you're not gonna have to listen to him talk But there's gonna be a lot of really confused young boys who aren't gonna know that they need to clean their rooms. <laughs> But no, but, but the the scary thing about that is when you said that he said he wants to kill his dissenters. Now that's a dog whistle. I mean, because he's an ardent SJ, or excuse me, he's an ardent anti SJW. He is basically Jordan B. Peterson is to um, like feminism and multiculturalism. Uh, what the Blue Lives Matter is flag is to Black Lives Matter. And for yeah. those that don't remember, the Blue Lives Matter flag or Blue Lives Matter was made specifically as a rebuttal to Black Lives Matter. All right, so don't ever mistake it as anything else but a, a symbol of hate and, fa- and really fascism, authoritarianism. Yeah, it's, it's bootlicking, dude. It's, it's straight-up bootlicking. Um, but anyway, what, make, what makes that so scary is because Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, he's just a very well-dressed, um, you, know, you know, to some people he seems well-spoken. Uh, to other, the rest of us, he's fucking hysterical as shit. I mean, he is well, like he is well spoken, and he actually like he's probably a step up from Ben Shapiro and how he like presents his ideas because he yeah. doesn't. He's not like he has some, I mean, you know, foundational kind of like layer of, uh, somewhat like you know his ideas are somewhat on re- founded on reasonable ground, but like clearly, you know, if you if you look at them like with half a bit of scrutiny, they're clearly like extremely misogynistic but i mean again like there are there are some there is some merit to like what he says as far as like hey you know take accountability for your actions don't don't be like uh don't let the the world get you down buddy boy mm-hmm. you gotta clean your room yeah and, and that's the thing is that it's a lot of good like that's the only thing i know about if you couldn't tell that's no, it no, well, i mean there's nothing else like there's nothing else there that's kind of you know, yeah it's like it's kind of like with reuben dave reuben all he has to say is that oh lefties don't debate me and i'm just here to talk about ideas but yet those ideas are never actually expanded upon but the thing about dr jp people like the reason dr. Why I jp the reason why i don't say that he's well spoken is because like you said when you do a little bit of scrutiny and I'm just at the point where now I'm able to do that scrutiny in real time. It doesn't take days and weeks to like for to have that aha moment. Mm-hmm. It's like in that moment when I put the connection together of like, okay, it's self-help but and self-care, but at the same time it's talking about ignoring the world around you and 
it, it, it's on one hand saying don't worry about changing the world, changing things as they are, so it's endorsing the status quo, mm -hmm. but then saying that you need to change everything within yourself. But naturally, anybody with half a brain is going to realize that those two are the, the uh, external and internal, or the macro and the micro, are going to clash and intersect at various points. And so really what this is endorsing is that don't listen to the outside world. Don't listen to the majority of the, of the world and the people who are talking about making changes in the world, SJW, a.k.a. SJWs and shit, feminists and you know, Black Lives Matter, all that good stuff, uh, uh, cuff boys, uh, uh, libtards. Hell yeah. Um, it's like don't listen to them and that they are the enemy because they are doing something that's antithetical um, to, to what, what they think is the cure for all humankind. If everybody were to stop bitching about things that are quote-unquote outside of their control or outside their immediate uh, world, then everything would be better. So it's 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 coaxing. Um, yeah, just don't talk about it. It's sugar. Right? It's sugar. No, it's 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 sugar pilling um, nihilism. Basically, yeah. it's sugar pilling nihilism, and then this this quasi kind of um, mystical. Um, um, uh, uh, what 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 is it? When it's hearkening back to some myth mysticism that never oh, really it's existed. Oh, it's like Joseph Campbellism, or no, like uh, like archetypes. Archetypes. He, he yeah. talks yeah. in archetypes like that's, a lot. That's, and that's he's like. He's got such a freaking boner for Joseph Campbell. It's like kind of hilarious. Joseph Campbell it's kind of and adorable. Then, and then Carl Jung. He's a, he's yeah. literally a Jungian. Oh, that makes so much sense. Sorry, like, I didn't. I just realized like that. Yeah, Jung had the boner for the Campbells, yeah. and then yeah, okay. Yeah. And for those that are listening, archetypes are really just symbols in literature and media to convey certain values. It's like when you read an Aesop t uh, fable, and it's like no one person is going to only exhibit a handful of traits. We we. Every human trait and emotion exists in all of us. It's just about the situation, the circumstances mm -hmm. um, that bring out those um, that bring out those those parts of ourselves. And so you have so the idea of archetypes is really just a liter or a a device used in entertainment or liter you know literature and media and shit to communicate uh, uh, basically the extremes of what certain values can bring to you. With the extreme of being disciplined and being singularly focused on something or being, you know, saying wearing yourself out thin or blah, 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 blah. They're just meant to be, show you this one particular value, but you're supposed to treat it like a smorgasbord. And yeah. the thing about archetypes and somebody who incorporates this into psychology, into the mind, is dangerous as fuck. Because it's, ba it's, it's, it's saying ignore all the complexities and all the nuances of the mind in place of really dogma. But it's yeah. dressed. It's dressed up in a nice suit. It's dressed up in a in a cool demeanor. It's dressed up in a sweet Renaissance fair costume. It's waving a saber around. It's like, yo, have some mutton. Drink a big old beer. Who cares? Yeah, it's fine. You know. And they like to. And even though they're not, even though they're not explicitly fascist or 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 it's you know religious, everybody around them seems to be. Every their whole audience seems to be like of that persuasion. So it's like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's just like how long can you hang around hang around somebody say you're not associated with them but then never rebuke the things that they say yeah. you're always palling around you know saying with them oh, even after they do fucked up shit like hanging out on the roof and report you know I think um, JP is basically just like he's like a Carl Jung larper is what he is Carl Jung larper he's a Freud a Freud larper <laughs> yeah he's larping is Carl Jung well that's so funny is that when you hear him talk about like Freud versus uh, young and how he's able to dis like how he's able to be so critical of Freud in a sensible manner 
but that goes all out the window for young because it's not about a logical consistency. It's about what having you take a boner. It's how having a boner. It's having a big old, big old, just rock hard could like just crack a nut with that thing. Just big, big dick energy for big dick, big dick energy for average dick prices. All yeah. day, every day. All day, every day. <laughs> so, wait, so have you seen any of that, his debate with Slava Zizek? Slavoj Zizek? Slavoj Zizek. Um, I didn't. I mean, I was No, I didn't. I did not. Slavoj? Tell, tell me about with it. Dan, Dan Harmon? With Dan Harmon? Was that the <laughs> moderator? No, Dan Harmon just looks like Slavoj. <laughs> I, I only saw, like, one bit of it, so I'm not qualified at all to, to say, but it seemed... I don't know. I only saw one highlight, and it just was like everyone was laughing at everything they were saying. So I was like, "What is this? What is going on?" Yeah, they were like, they were just roasting each other basically the whole time, and no one, no one agreed on anything. And then, oh man, there was actually one part that I was like, mm, "All right, dude." Who and, and who and who's? Uh, um, there was there was okay. There was one part where I think the slab boy did a the slab boy the slab slab boy did a pretty good pretty good job of like oh god I just watched this morning we'll edit this out you know mm-hmm. um, so basically they, were, they got they were like they are talking about Marxism right and JP was all like how why is it that basically Jordan Peterson was like why are you so like still saying Marxism why don't you just call it Zivekism because you're an original enough person you've got enough of personality mm-hmm. and then he was like dog because like Marxism is dope and it works <laughs> and it's like a good it's a good ideal or it's a good like thing mm-hmm. essentially he was like yeah because it fucking still makes sense yes. and every all the things that he said like line up and make sense yeah. about like the thing and plus and plus it's like and plus, he, he should have said that he doesn't even fucking know what what the stuff is. Like, you just barely read on it. Like, you, like yeah. you treated the shit like a book report. And even though I didn't watch it, it's like I kind of seen the before math and the a- or like the aftermath and seen like you know clips and bits. So I won't expound too much on it. But one thing that became obvious that he even says is that like, you know, Jordan he had the for the first time he had to actually read up on Marxism. He had been going around saying, oh no, they won't debate me. I'm, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna you know talk about blah 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 blah. And he didn't know it was all bluff. Yeah, and and I don't Rip. know. I don't know if it's just like being him being senile or him just not being very smart. In I, some s- ways to I skimmed the this. the manifesto once when I was eighteen, and I I didn't come back. It wasn't interesting. Yeah, it's like mm, okay, dude. It's like, dude, you're a fucking clown. Like, he's like, how the hell did you get a fucking doctorate to teach this shit? To teach psychology in Canada? In Canada. Well, I mean, you know, because they don't quiz you on on Das Kapital or, or the the Communist Manifesto or anything, <laughs> anything that important. Yeah, really. Um, and then there was one other thing. I don't know. I, the, I, I feel like this claim needs to be substantiated because it seems like a load of horse shit to me. <laughs> but there was one, uh, there was one thing that Slav retorted with Slavov, Zizig. ZZ Top. Slav there we boy. go. Slav boy. Slav boy top. ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Slav Boy Top. Uh, yeah, ZZ Top retorted. He was like, yo, so I got a question for you, my dude. And that is, uh, what is the freaking correlation that you seem to love to draw between uh, postmodernism and Marxism? Because, like, these are contradicting ideologies. Yeah. And he was like, well, it's because... I don't know. God, what did he say? He's like, well, it's because... Uh, 25% of social workers identify as Marxists. It's like, 
I wish it were that what, high. What kind of brain? What kind? Okay, a maybe, but what kind of brain Olympics level like contortion ass gymnast flip flop backflip front flip? Like, what are you like? What what horse is your brain like doing the rounds on, man? To like make that connection. Mm-hmm. Like basically, I guess my takeaway is like I would like whatever kind of psychedelics. Um, both of these gents are on, because I told you it's it's a, it's a strict diet of beef, of beef and salt and water. Beef and, and salt, so, and that is all I can. Beef and salt and water apparently makes your brain turn into like I don't even. On occasion, I will treat, I will, on occasion I will treat myself to drinking the the, the delicious uh, nectar on the stem of a sunflower, and, or, or daisies. Oh my it god! It depends entirely on my mood. But that is it. That's that's it. But that's but that's so fucking nuts. You know what's funny? Why is does it? <laughs> why does beef turn your brain into like? Because it's only amino acids. You can't like you. You can, only, you can only take so many amino acids, man. Like, like in salt. Like you need you need you need. Where are you getting your vitamins and your and your minerals and your your your? Where's your vitamin D? Where's the calcium? Where's, yeah, man. Where, I mean, where's, where's anything? Where's the sugar? Your brain needs a little bit of sugar, some carbs. Where's the fun? You know, that's like what I'm. I just like clean your room. Clean your room. You can get it dirty and then clean. His brain is literally a lobster brain at this point. Yeah, it's like, dude, speak for your fucking self that we're related to lobsters. Like, I. I, Oh man, I think he's a lobster. I'm pretty sure he's just a lobster. I'm pretty sure. Okay, look, you know what? I'm pretty sure. Jordan Peterson is a honeypot operation sent by Big Lobster. (laughs) He's trying to seduce all the impressionable young boys. Into regressing, into regressing, shedding their human skin, yeah, and, and realizing and becoming. Are we all? Are we all just really like crustacean and reptilian people? I think that, so. That We're all lizard brains. We're all lizard brains. Yeah. I mean, I think I think whoever is set up. Uh, God, we really should figure out who this bat- the gamer bathwater. <laughs> like, I think Jordan Peterson and gamer bathwater girl are the same, like from the same parent organization. Like there, it's what's, the what's her angle? It's the master plan. Well, they're both going after impressionable young boys, and turning their brains into like crustaceans. You silly. I'm hey, look, I'm just peering behind the curtain to see what what's there. <laughs> Gamer bath water. You know what's funny is that we've already gone on down here for 35 minutes, and we didn't even touch. Uh, uh, we haven't touched anything that's on the list. Which I mean, that's that's not a bad thing. Gamer girl bathwater, Bell, Bell Delphine. Bell Delphine. Bell Delphine. I'm pretty sure Bell Delphine and Jordan Peterson are part of the same honeypot operation to corrupt the minds of young, young angsty middle class, upper middle middle class, upper middle class uh, white boys, and turn them into. Of some kind of lobster army or something. <laughs> to take over the world. Yeah, I don't know, man. Into one big crustaceous. Oh, is that what it is? It's like Trump and his people—they're the lizard people, or all these politicians are lizard people. And then you have the like so-called intellectual class. So they have like the crab. The, uh, they're the lobsters. Maybe. Is it, really, is it really just like the human population? I don't think Trump is involved at all. I think he's just an aberration in the in the fabric, and they're like, all right, dude, he's cool. A use, he's a useful, he's the useful idiot. He's the most useful idiot. Yeah. Um, 
You are the most useful idiot. <laughs> Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. Man, this is great, though. I like the fact that we have chemistry on doing this. Oh, yeah. And fluidity. Oh, yeah, dude. This this topic stream is... I mean, how long do you want this podcast to be? I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I, I just have a bunch of shit listed, and uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything set. I just... You know, this is just kind of like the test. We're just... It's like the pilot, test just pilot. Just riffing on, you know, on everything. Riffing on shit. All right, so... Um, did you want to add anything else to, to Bella fucking face or Jason? Um, I don't know. I think there is something that I... I mean... There's something that I was watching that I was... I don't think I have anything to add to this. I'm, there's there's deeper layers of this conspiracy, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, nice. That's up. Okay, well, excellent. In that case, we can go ahead and move on to our... Let's go ahead and move on to the actual list of topics. Oh, talked man. about this quite a few. And I... Man. Uh, okay, let's just go ahead and jump into it. So, the first thing I have on here is the lazy, dangerous crypto bigotry of, of just... Of it's just a joke, or are you triggered? Relax, it's just being funny. You mad, bro? Uh, you mad, bro? It's just a joke, dog. It's just a joke. It's just a and, little joke. Um, just a little background on me and the magnificent shit here. We met. <laughs> we met. Um, I forgot that's what I decided my alter ego. Already, it's only been forty minutes. <laughs> Actually, no. My name is Frankie Delaware. Frankie Delaware. Excuse yeah. me. The connection between uh, your host Sandboy and Frankie Delaware yeah. here is that. Is that um, we met at a at a a uh, open mic, a stand up open mic, and even though neither of us are really doing stand up too much right now, we're also musicians and we're we still make play music together, and uh, that's what we're both more active in uh, in general, and so and we're not like professional, you know, saying like like I'm not a professional anything, or, man. You know, we're just people whom you know this is something we're passionate about, so we try to keep up with you know, the discussions in this community and, and, you know, whatnot. Look, I'm just a guy with a microphone and a bunch of hot takes. That's right. That's right. And I'm just a guy with... I'm just a guy... With with big dick energy for, <laughs> for, for average dick prices all day, every day. Big dick energy for average dick prices. Um, but, yeah, but it's, 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 you know, when people just say, oh, it's just a joke, but then the joke is just, you know, it's just pointing out a characteristic about somebody or just a characteristic about a thing it's not it's it's not really a joke because a joke is supposed to be or not supposed to be a joke it's supposed to be funny it's supposed to like subvert expectations or like I don't know I've okay so I encounter this mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. espe- well, especially since I've been back in town speak the whole like I don't know jokingly using like slurs and stuff is just like alright bro cool I see you I I see where where you're coming from. If you wanna, if you think that that kind of thing is is uh, humorous and and hilarious for the for the shock values, cool man. All right, dude. All right, bro. Yeah, I mean, once again, it's 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 like the I mean, yeah. once, you know once again, it's like context is key. It's like this is a, like you know when people talk about the N word, and if you can't tell, I am I'm I'm black. Uh, one of the hosts is black, and so uh, uh, the topic of the N word is something that's you know ever prevalent. Right, and it's just um, you know like what are the rules? There's no hard and steady rules because no group is a monolith. 
there are black people that I engage with from every background of every age group that have their own opinions about when and, and when it shouldn't be used and who and who can't say it. My, you know, is where is where I fit in the spectrum is I can immediately I feel I feel as if I can immediately tell in the context of the person and the situation it's being used if somebody is coming at it with a very hostile negative fashion or if they're trolling or if it's somebody that has actually grown up around niggas and it's reflective in the way that they talk and carry themselves and, and whatnot and it just it's just natural. You know what I'm saying? There are people when I use the word nigga, black people turn just to make sure it was actually a black guy saying it. Because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My voice doesn't always give that impression. Um, so, but as far as like using slurs of, of, of any kind, it's like, it's like, okay, I, I get wanting to be edgy and wanting to, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, test the limits of, of, you know, what is seen as good and shit, but it's just like, Nine times out of ten, people who use that excuse are – it's usually coming – it usually comes off as either being bigoted or that that's the only ammunition that they have is being um, – is being um, – god damn it, edgy. Yeah. You know, it's like they never grew up – they never grew up past that edge yeah. stage in, in fucking middle school. Yeah, dude. Okay. Like I remember when in my group of friends, we would also – we would like use the – you know, the uh, – the word, uh, the F A G G O T yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'd use that word. The gay slur. Uh, we'd use the gay slur. Oh my gosh, yeah, we'd use the slur for 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 gay people, yeah. uh, like casually as like, basically like as a sub for the N word, mm-hmm. right? Like that was when like Chappelle's show was like a thing, and mm-hmm. people were like, oh yeah, my, uh, and whatever, and so for whatever reason. I don't know who started it or why why this permutation became a thing. That was the thing that our, that our group did. And then obviously, like you know, as a group, I was like, oh, that's like you know, there's a lot of baggage related to that word, and that's kind of fucked up to just be like throwing it around casually, like mm-hmm. you don't know you don't know who's listening, what people are gonna like become begin to think of you, and it's just like you know, mm-hmm. is it really worth it for the the in joke of like yeah, we're using the edgy word? Yeah, exactly. Because the thing is. You know, once again, it's not like anybody's using it to, you know, saying, uh, you know, to. Let me give an example. <clears throat> so I go to open mic. Yeah. And a it's a mixed crowd, right? You know, different sexes, different. I'm assuming, you know, different genders and different ethnic groups, different ages, right? And so a white guy gets up and is, you know, at a, at a little open mic and does, begins his set. And his critical joke was, or his final joke, or not his final, but the biggest thing that stood out was he made a joke where he he referenced the fact that his accent has changed from moving wherever it is he said that he's from, either a small town or somewhere like in the country or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he says that he talks about how his accent has changed and how, you know, it can cause problems in communication because people would think you said something but you, you meant something you said something else. Right. And the crux of the joke is he runs into an old friend whom on the eve of New Year's says to him, Happy niggers Right? That's what he hears at least, mm-hmm. right? And so he says he says it. He says, you know, have you niggers? And so and then the and then the joke is that he asks him a couple more times what he says just to make sure and realizes, oh, he's saying happy new years. Now That's the joke? That was the joke, is that is that how an accent 
how the accent can change the way that that you say something and give the wrong impression. Because like he said, he lost his accent yeah. from not living there. So then when he went back and saw somebody who still had and heard listening to somebody, an old friend who still had that accent, and he said something that he obviously was appalled at. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like, what the fuck? And then he re- and then he said he clicked and realized like, oh shit. And the connection was supposed to be like, oh, is this how other people react, may have reacted to me when I still had my accent and was talking a certain way and said things and maybe they heard a different thing? I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was, I thought it was clever. I thought it was a good use of it. Because I'm not, I'm not so triggered by like, oh, if you're not black, then you can't say the word nigger or nigger at, right. at all. Once again, it's about the context. And he's using, and, and as far as I could tell, he used the context of the impression that you have of people that are from small towns or back, right. you know, backward ass hicks, country hicks, and you know, whatever the fuck, and that the, oh, they're all racist and ignorant and stuff like that, and him kind of ups, and him kind of up. They're not being racist. They're just trying to wish you a happy new year. <laughs> no, but that's the, the joke. But dude, his, I mean, the thing is, it's a fact though. I mean, as, yeah. as somebody who lived in the South for a little bit, not the deep South, but like I lived in North Carolina for a long time for for seven years. And then, of course, I interacted with people from different parts of the South and different parts of the world. Um, and it, it's, a real, it's a real thing. When you, you know, people with accents, they will say shit. And um, real, th- <laughs> there's real effects to that shit. Right. And, and, it's just, and a lot of it can com- just comes down to miscommuni- or just mishearing um, stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just not being acclimated to the way that people talk. So here's the thing. He, they very well, he and this person could be real or not. They could, you know, it could have really happened. It could have just been him, him to use a chance to say nigger. But as far as in that situation, what I was able to observe, right. it's like the context that he presented to me wasn't one of hostility or just trolling. It was really one of saying, like, hey, we should be more mindful of interacting with people of different backgrounds and that um, kind of upending the kind of bougie West Coast snobbery that there is, um, that it, which is a genuine phenomenon, yeah. you know, around interacting with people from so-called flyover states. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, shit, I mean, interacting with anyone who's not, like, uh, who's not basically, like, broadcasting wealth, basically interacting with anyone who's not, like, yeah, who's not uh, well-to-do, mm-hmm. is a... Uh, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that going on. Or not, or not even that. It's just it's it's it's, it's also about um, different dynamics, dynamics of class and mm-hmm. education, and how you know. Once again, we have this impression that you know, if you're from the South, oh, that means you're stupid. That means you're homophobic. That means you're you know, blah right. blah, blah blah blah. But but the thing is, is that education in and of itself is not a determination of where your morals are and how uh, knowledgeable you are about stuff. You know about things because because you go to college to get a certain set, or maybe not, uh, a set of skills. Just because right. you got a degree doesn't mean you actually proficient at the shit you got the degree for. Yeah. And even if you are, that's only one uh, narrow set of skills and, ex- and experiences. That's only one slice of the human experience. Um, there's a lot of people who went to college who just are not, who are not the, the smartest people in the world. I mean, shit. Like we were just talking. Who were we just talking about? Trump went to college, guys. Waldorf or uh, Walton, whatever it was. Who? Wal- it was called Walton or the no the Waldorf is a, a hotel I think. Walton. He went to the. He went to oh, the, like he went to some. You know, yeah, he went to some like military academy. I mean, yeah. shit, like George W. Bush went to Yale. Well, no, I'm talking about the post college that he went to. He did go to the military academy, but then he went to a postgraduate school. Um, 
and I for, I forget it's it, and it's that's not important, but it's like I mean, there's plenty of stupid people who went to college yeah. and only got in because of nepotism or yeah. money or whatever. Right, of course. But anyway, but the point being is that you know my take on the issue of like slurs and stuff is that you know as far as I'm concerned, it's like it's looking at the context. But I'm also at the point where I feel as if I'm experienced enough and you know aware of you know seeing the landscape of you know saying around these issues to be able to immediately detect you know what I'm saying the bullshit I'm able to I, I right. feel that but the thing is not everybody is yeah and I acknowledge that but I think that that needs to be seen as part of the growing pains of becoming more literate about stuff there's going to be uncomfortable situations and we can't always just because the the moment something makes you uncomfortable isn't always uh, uh, doesn't mean you should always react on that emotion. Sometimes we have to look, you know, what I'm saying we have to look at some different elements around it. Oh yeah. Because uh, there's plenty, there's there's plenty of false alarms. There's going to be honeypots and distractions and trolling and shit. And you have to be able to distinguish from that shit. Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna get you're gonna get fucking played by the opposition. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, like if you go on a stage and you're just saying bitch, 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 bitch. You know bitch, what I'm bitch, bitch, bitch. That, but then, but then, nothing you say is. Look, don't. About I don't want you to leak my act on this <laughs> podcast, okay? How many of y'all like sex? <laughs> my act is I just, I just keep saying the word bitch for a solid five minutes, and I hump the stool, and that's my whole, that's my whole, my whole shtick. I'd pay to see that. Oh my god. Um, but the, you, you know, can see that for free, like at any oh, any given open mic. But it, yeah, you you can. And that's why I don't do comedy anymore. <laughs> I look at it. I took a, you know, I took a break, and it was, it wasn't so much because of that reason. It was because I just had a bunch of other shit that was more of a priority. But now I'm really, really in the last like, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't want to put a timetable on it, but I've really felt the itch to get back up there, and not solely from the like, oh, I want to be on stage, or I want to make people laugh, but realizing what the what the stakes are in this shit and what the pot and realizing understanding the true power of humor and how so many ideas are being sugarcoated um with with humor yeah shit's getting and with, and with irony and shit and and um I, fe- I just feel like if i have this awareness and i have this level of experience and shit and i'm able to point it out i should be trying to help out you know develop the landscape and not let it just go to waste yeah while, while bitching about it you know i'm gonna I'm gonna sink. I'm gonna sink with this ship, screaming. Exactly. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go down with this goddamn ship, complaining the entire time. Goddamn right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. I mean, exactly. It's like, why should we be quiet? You know, the other side's not being quiet. You know, and everybody's gonna say. Everybody is going to think that their way of thinking and doing shit is ideal or is the most sensible thing to do at that time. That's the way to do it, man. You know. So it's like not everybody's supposed to be happy. Some motherfuckers are supposed to be unhappy for the sake of the community in general, or for the sake of humanity in general. You know. Damn. You know. But sorry, pedophiles. Sorry, pedophiles. You've got to be <laughs> unhappy. So here's the point. So here's the reason. And so here's the crux of why I even brought this up is an example that stuck out to me that didn't get a lot of attention. It was kind of here and gone. Was Dave Chappelle and Denzel Curry? Were you aware of this, uh, uh, Frankie? No. No. Okay. What happened? So, um, some months ago, Dave Chappelle was doing some type of show with uh, with the musician Denzel Curry and John Mayer. Now, I believe 
that they were all like, so the three of them were backstage. Yeah. And John Mayer was uh, live streaming him and Dave on his um on his phone. Yeah. And uh, 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 they were drunk, and Denzel Curry is off screen. But then mm. Dave, uh, the you know what Dave says about Denzel, uh, basically is I'm paraphrasing here is that like oh you know Denzel Curry, and then the immediate thing he says after him after that, um, is uh, we back here chilling with Denzel Curry, uh, very very gay. Um, yeah. You know, and then Denzel Curry, you can hear him off camera, you know, just kind of rebutting, like, hey, you know, like, what is that, blah, blah, blah. But then he backs down because J or Dave kind of hits him with the, well, hey, man, we just, you know, I'm a comedian. We're just telling jokes, blah, blah, Do you think I went too far, blah, blah, blah. Do you think, you know, maybe you're being too oversensitive? And, and kind of gets Denzel to, like, just kind of go back and be like, okay, maybe I was just being oversensitive. But it's just like, no, dude, it's like, and then and then there's also, you know, Dave saying that, oh, you know, we've all had a few drinks and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, John, you know, don't let me get into a fight on your live stream and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, dude, you let all those fucking muscles, all those fucking steroids go to your head and shit? Like, you just got them shit. You just got all them fucking muscles. You know what I'm saying? Now you're in a drunk mood and you're talking about, oh, don't let me get into a fight on here. Why? Why? You insulted a nigga. Like, you, you, there's no reason to... But it's, it's gay and insult. Also, is that like, I don't know, there's like, there's so much, there's a, there's a bit to unpack there. Well, the thing is, it's not like... I don't know too much about Denzel Curry. Is he actually gay? Is he? I don't know. But is that, he a gay dude? But th that's the thing. It's not a part of his. That's not like his it's deal. Not, it's not his deal. It's not like Little Nas X. You know what I'm saying? Right, where like, he came out he and came he's out like, and that's like, that's this is a part of my identity. Like, yo, no cap. This is my this is my you know, brand. My this is my brand. <laughs> Yes, I I'm mean, the, hey, the, he's a he's a Ryan, what is it? Is it Lil Nas is X. He's gonna come out with a clothing line called Rhinestone Cowboy, dude. And it's, <laughs> I'm super about <laughs> fucking fitted with like some fucking Ryan with fucking uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, pearls on and shit. That would be nice though. I'm dude, I'm I'm looking forward to Lil Nas X's career because same here, man. You showed me, you showed me. I was chilling with Frankie here, and he was um he was he was ah. He had got the EP seven, Lil Nas X EP, and he and he first songs he played for me was um, uh, Panini, and then um, it was Panini, and then Closure, and then what's that? What's that third one? You, Me, This Family, You. Oh, Family. Fam okay. Yeah, it's, it's called, called Family. It's called Family. And just from the strength of those three songs, and then of course, um, I, I never really actually felt any particular way about Old Town Road. I'm happy for its success, but yeah. it didn't really, it didn't annoy me. It didn't. I never, you know, sang along to it or pursued it. But, I mean, I'm like, hey, that's dope, you know. And, and shout out to Billy Ray Cyrus. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking OG coming in with the fucking hoop the hoop And then, uh, uh, uh. Oh, I see. And then, and then with the assist. And then also. Dude, did you see the new one? Hmm. They, they have one with, uh, with Thugger and you remember that little yodeling kid? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. They're doing a lot of gardening. I don't have the best noise insulation in my apartment. Well, it's the pilot the episode. Landscaping. The pilot episode yeah. with gardening sounds included for <laughs> free. Y'all are getting so many discounts. This would the discount, the bargain y'all are getting. You're getting big dick energies at the, at the average dick prices. You're getting free ambiance noises. Dude. You know what I'm saying? You're getting the ASMR, ASMR beard, beard action. You know, that's soon to come. That's in development. You're getting guest appearances by Jordan Peterson and Anita Sarkeesian. Oh, my God. Gosh. We this, spoil you. This is way, way too much value for a podcast that <laughs> 13 people are going to listen to for 12 seconds. Goddamn right. Um, but, you were, but you were saying? Oh, I was saying... Um, but Denzel Curry doesn't make, as far as I know... 
and I don't know too much about Denzel Curry. It's like, I don't think, I don't know that gay is a part of his sexuality. I don't know that that is a part of his identity. I don't know if he, if, yeah, if he is or isn't or whatever, and it doesn't really matter. And I guess if that's the case, then, like, that would be, like, that would be Dave Chappelle outing him, which is, like, one thing. Which is fucked up. Which is fucked up. If, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's a variety of, of levels, like, no matter what, that's, like... It's bad, it's, it's, just like, it's not a good look. Yeah, you should have watched your step there. That was not a chill thing to, yeah. to do. It's, like, because the thing is, like you said, either if he if he... If he had knowledge of that, or even if he, like, said, like, oh, maybe he, you know, the way he gestures or moves or whatever, and he just assumes that he's gay, to even say that, to make that the first thing you say about somebody you just met, and and this is the first time many people in Dave or Don Mayer's audience are even hearing about Denzel Curry. Right. And so, and that's the first, you don't even want to say he's a good musician, or he's a good, you know, saying he's a cool cat, or we have good conversation, blah, blah, blah. It's very, very gay. And it's like, where's the punchline? Because yeah. the only thing that can be funny there is if you find being gay in and of itself humorous. Is being gay funny? Is being gay funny. And it's just like, okay. I mean, okay, sometimes it is, I guess. It is, but, <laughs> but, it just, but the thing is, like, th- but the thing is, it's just <laughs> like, he didn't give any other context right. for, the, for, for, there, for there to be a joke. It's just making a, in a vacuum, yeah. it, that could just be a, a declaration. It's just like, yeah. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a statement. It's a non. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like the first thing if somebody said about Dave Chappelle, you know, his first introduction, you know, saying to like a, a non black audience or something like that. Dave Chappelle, uh, very, very black, or, you know, he's one of the finest Negroes in comedy, or, you know, he's the best black in comedy, or, you know, anything like that. If you make that the focal yeah. point of his identity and shit, even if that's a part of your shtick, you don't appreciate that because you want to have the most evil, neutral playing field. Um, as your introduction to any audience. Yeah, it's uh, it's like just kind of like, I mean, it's like um, do you know? Okay, so do you know uh, this? Do you know? Okay, do you know who Kim Kim Petras is? I do not. Okay, so she's like a she's a pop star, like a yeah, she's like a pop star who's collabed with uh, Charlie XCX and um, oh, I love Charlie XCX. yeah, more like Charlie XOXO. And <laughs> more like Charlie. Hey. Anyway, so she's like been on on her radar, and uh, so she's like she's a she's a trans musician. Mm-hmm. She's a but um that's like you know not part of her like she doesn't I mean she talks about it, but it's not like the first thing, right? Right, 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 right. right. It's not like that's my whole deal. Right, right. She doesn't make it a focal point of her um of her um persona. Yeah, like she does. I mean, even on like, you know, occasionally, every once in a while, she'll like talk about it like on social media. Or she did like a thing for Amazon Music where she was like talking about, like Pride Month, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so that's like one thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you know who Left at London is? Left at London, no. I don't. Yeah, so she's another trans musician, uh, and but that is like their whole deal. Like a lot of their songs are about their identity and that's like what they use their platform is to like vocally like say hey here like they repost like crowd funds for people who need help with their like hormones or who are like getting kicked out of their houses because they're trans or whatever so like you know I don't know what maybe we'll we'll edit this out but I think I was just trying to form the distinction between like even if Denzel Curry they basically got like a save a whole foundation but for like all trans folks 
which is great. Yeah, pretty much. Well, maybe I should edit that part out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what Save a Ho is, but, like, I mean, it, se- it sounds like a, a very, very above-board organization. Sounds like on par with, like, you know, um, Doctors Without Borders or... Hoes Without... Hoes Without Limits. Hoes Without Limits. Hoes Without Pimps. They don't say no to anything. Yeah. But no, seriously, no. But I. But it's like no. Once again, it's like you can make. Once again, you de- you you decide it's your like own identity. Yeah. And it's like you. And then the thing is, there's a difference between like when we when we talk about the separation of the artist and their art. Yeah. That's a very real thing. No stop. It's just a matter of what the degree is. And if somebody wants to completely separate their uh, persona, their art, you know, their 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 persona from their real life identity. Right. I don't think that's a problem. I mean, that's like their their prerogative as an artist, you yeah. know? Like or if you want to make them one and the same, you can yeah. do that. So what's the issue was there a class where you just using those two examples? Oh no, I was just saying like, yo, there's like a difference between like a person who like two people who have the same sort of gender identity mm-hmm. but like or a similar gender identity but like, you know, portray it in different ways in their in their art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know? So I guess what I'm trying to say is like if if Denzel Gar- if Denzel Curry is you know mm-hmm. into dudes, then like that's his that's his deal to like say if he is or isn't. Yeah. Right. It's not Dave Chappelle's deal to say that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's absolutely. And it's just like once again, it's not a story that got a lot of traction. Um, you know, just because you know it's like Dave Chappelle, easily one of the most po- you know the most popular comedian in the world right now, and. And he's he's somebody who has looked controversy in the face and laughed, you know what I'm saying, and then come out even richer and more popular yeah. for it. So it's like, it's, it's I can understand the hesitation of Denzel, especially in that moment, to want to challenge him on that shit, you know, even if he is fully aware of, you know, the implications of that. Right. Um, just because the backlash would be fucking immense. Just because the comments that I saw the following day were just saying like, oh, I guess this, you know... It's why he's butt hurt and just making a bunch of like gay innuendo jokes. Right. You know, and then it was, and then the thing is, if you challenge that, it's, oh, it's just a joke. You know, which, you know, once again, that's dangerous because humor, the thing about humor in comedy is that, yeah, it's, it's, it's about, you know, making you laugh and everybody has different, you know, tastes and preferences. Right. Just like with dating. But the question you have to ask is, why do we have these particular preferences? It's because of our moms and dads. You know, just our mommies and our dads. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's it. You know, but and, and of course there's. You like that you laugh at the same kind of jokes that your mom laughed at if you're a dude, and you laugh at the same kind of jokes that your dad laughed at if you're a girl. That's just how it, it is. Very, it sounds very Freudian. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's like it's no. The but na- but 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 Frankie here is 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 right. It's like you learn, you learn your preferences. From your community, from your family, from you know, saying from socialization, right? You know, saying what we like and what we think and what we th- and see ourselves as individuals is the is the unique mixture of all of these different elements and how they collide with where we are mentally and physiologically in that moment. You know what I'm saying? There's there's been there's been once again all the emotions that are that a human being can experience and stuff have always been there. They've been you know, so the potential is it has been there in every single person um, for you know I don't know hundreds of thousands or even millions of years. I don't know when how long human beings have been what we are. I think maybe like less than a quarter million years. But anyway, um, 
you know, all these, all these, you know, range of experiences and emotions and thoughts that we have have always been there. It's just about which voices have the most power and are most, are most, you know, prominent. And so those decide what the preferences are. You know what I'm saying? Just like um, in many countries, Dove, even though they, you know, they couldn't get away with it in the U.S., they sell whitening creams um, to billions around the world in Asia, Africa, uh, South, the different, the different American countries. Yeah. Um, because there has been this preference for uh, for, uh, uh, for fairer skin. For fairer skin. Yeah, that's like a huge thing in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's huge in, in several countries in Jamaica and in fucking Brazil and Korea. Shit. And, and oh, yeah. Brazil, world. that would make sense. All over the fucking world. Yeah. And and um, and um, which is so funny to me to just real quick sideline about that whole Dove. There was a Dove commercial a couple years ago. Yeah. Where it showed a um, um, it was three women. It was three women, and y'all can go watch the actual damn ad if you don't believe me. But there was three women in this ad, and they each had on a shirt, and they took off their shirt to reveal a woman of a different ethnic group. And it started off, I think, with a black woman, and then she turned into a white woman, like a ginger woman, I believe. And then the ginger took off her shirt um, to reveal herself to be a woman that looked uh, Latinish, Latinaish, Latinx. Yeah. And um, but the thing is. What was the controversy all about? It was just showing the first two women, the implication being, oh, the black woman, Dove, will help you f- make your skin fairer. Dove soap, um, go from a black woman to a white woman, which, which, which is stupid as fuck. And it's like, guys, y'all do know they make whitening cream and they literally promote it. The, they're way more on the nose in countries outside the U.S. But y'all had, but then y'all purposefully yeah. um, created, this is, this is propaganda. Like straight up, like it was prop- like it was used as propaganda. It's like if you want to criticize Dove for, um, you know, saying pride in white Eurocentrism, there's a valid argument by there, and billions would agree with you. But, but instead, you chose you you took this commercial out of context, and 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 you used it as propaganda. You just used it as a as a way to to beat down on Dove, and um, and the thing is, it spread like wildfire. I was dating a black woman at the time when um, shortly after that 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 ad was an issue. And I was explaining it to her, and I showed her the, and she had the opinion that, you know, that they deserve to be called out until I showed her the full ad, and she was like, oh, shit. You know, so we bought into, I bought into some bullshit. And it was just like, yes, absolutely. Like, like, it's one of those cases where, like, where, like, y'all have real, y'all could have had real ammunition, but y'all went for some bullshit. And to me, it just, it, it just, to me, it left a, it just, it just showed that, yeah, on the left, we also have to be vigilant and mindful of not falling into propaganda and, and, you know, promoting that shit because the powers that be, you know, the people who actually have the power can use that excuse to completely squash us out of any conversation, as they already do. So the last thing we right. need to do is try to – we can't – the reason why playing fire with fire in this situation doesn't work is because their fire is clearly burning a lot hotter and brighter than our shit at the moment. Um Okay, so I'm looking up this this ad, and I think that it's not necessarily that it might not have been the ad. I think it was the oh, there it is, racist stuff commercial. Does it show the full commercial though? Oh yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah, it does. It turns. It shows the third woman. Yeah, it shows. The so it's just saying. Really, all it's saying. It's all it's still. Saying, all, all it is like, weird. No, all it's saying is that it is all they're saying is that Dove products work or are good for every um, ethnic group, whether you're a darker skin, fairer skin, or or, or in between. 
I mean, what else are they supposed to do? Like, I mean, are they like, like sometimes you just gotta read between the lines, and it's it's it's. I feel like, you know, people. I just kind of feel like some people expect everything to be spoon-fed to them, or just, you know, everything doesn't have to be so blatant and say that like, this is for every single ethnicity and and, and you know and and you know blah 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 blah. It's just like anybody can put the pride flag in their marketing. But yeah. You have to look through the history of of the company of, of like the company and their and their. I mean, I don't LGBT. know. Like anybody I said, anybody put could put the pride flag in their marketing, but should they? I don't know, man. But but. Just <laughs> <laughs> like. No, I mean, well, that's the, well, that's the implication of bringing that up. It's like, of course, we able right. to see through it. It's just like somebody like Kamala Harris talking, to, you know, putting the, you know, going the pride and shit. But it's like you made life hell for transgendered women or transgender people. Right. And 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 a transgender woman especially was one of the most high profile cases. In addition to all the other bullshit that she's done. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, if y'all want to, there's real reason. We have real reason to criticize these people. But the thing is, some of y'all are are. It's not even low-hanging fruit. That was that was rotten fruit. That was shit that wasn't even real. You just you just it's like you got some rotten banana peels and some spoiled like apple cores and put it in a fucking blender and said like here we have ourselves a controversy and it's like there's plenty of real controversial shit to talk about over here. Yeah, there's like, well, I don't know, man. Like like to me that's all I got from it. I I, I like there's I used, people I used, blowing shit up. Yeah, for I, I use Dove I use Dove soap and I recognize that they um promote white propaganda what is white racist propaganda right. um through the sale of these other products and shit and 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 you know, and I recognize that um so I can be critical but I so I can be I can be critical of them in that respect and recognize when they're not doing it you know what I'm saying it's like it's like some people just I, I just feel like it's, it's a, it was an excuse for some people who are always in that mode yeah you know just to find something to to, I to mean, complain about I feel like Okay, so let me play devil's advocate here, says <laughs> says the white guy. Um, I feel like, given the, given the, well, now I have to look it up again. Do you know what year that thing came out? That was like... It's less than two years ago. I think maybe... Yeah, maybe but it was like right around the time, like, all the, the Black Lives Matter stuff was like really... Oh, it was 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like right after Trump, too. So it was like, where there was a lot of kind of like the, the, the people were were particularly well and still are particularly sensitive about about that type of thing but i think given the context of the time and i don't know it does like i think when i first saw it i was a little bit like well that is weird it feels weird mm-hmm. but i didn't i didn't know what exactly what exactly it was did you see the full ad? No, I saw the full ad where it's like, yeah, turn, she takes off the shirt and then it's the ginger lady and she takes off the shirt and then it's like the... But it's still like... So what's the problem? Like, What's the what's the implication in your mind of, of seeing that? I don't know. It's I mean, like... You saw the full commercial the, like, the first time you ever yeah, saw it. Yeah, it's like just a little thing. gift thing. It's like, it's right. just like, it's like a... Yeah... I'd have to because I'm gonna show you, and you know what I should do is I, I'll block out their name, but I want to put up an exchange that I had because I I I because I posted something about this um, about it this past year, and one yeah. of my friends, one of my friends whom she's she's very lefty, far more lefty. Oh, okay. Um, it's not. It wasn't a commercial. It was a Facebook ad. We're talking about different ads. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not familiar with whatever with whatever Facebook ad. Um, 
so, referred to, but... Oh, no, that was in 2011. No, it's a different... So that's a different thing. It is a Facebook ad, but I think it might have been the, the caption. Okay, but I'm not familiar with that one, and like I yeah. said, I am more than willing to criticize uh, Dove for its, for, for its racist propaganda that it promotes in many other countries outside of the United States. Um, or within, yeah. but um, but it, but talking about this particular instance, this particular right. commercial, and I'll I, this would be great because there's screen, I can post screenshots and I'll block the name of a friend who and I got into it. Yeah, and uh, this is a Latinx uh, woman, and um, and and basically she was just rehash. Basically she was just kind of like going off that same talking point, and so we go back and back, you know, back and forth of me explaining, it, and then I finally ask her, what does it mean to you? Yeah. That in the ad, a black woman turns into a white woman turns into a brown woman. Yeah. What is it? Explain to me why I should be offended as a black man or what offense I should take. And at the end, she just kind of threw up her hands and said, you know, I don't know. You should just understand that people are angry and just listen to them because they're angry. I don't really care. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you spent, like, but the thing is, you just spent, like, yeah, you 30 put, like, minutes, a solid 30 minutes, like, chunk of time. refuting it. But right. at, at the end, you even acknowledge that you were arguing in bad faith because you don't really care. You're just telling me to recognize people are angry. And it's like, I know that. I'm saying the reason you're angry is you were misled. Right. So you shouldn't be as angry. Divert your anger. You can divert your anger to the same company, but do it for different actions. Yeah. You know what I mean, there's plenty, like you're saying, there's plenty of reasons to be mad at, mad at Dove. But yeah, I don't know. I've got. I don't have. I don't have strong takes on that commercial. Yeah. I just. I just. You know. Once it's really. I just brought that up to. To. You know. Reiterate. To just be mindful of. Because we were just talking about the Dave Chappelle thing and him just using. You know. You know. Gay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, as a punchline. As a punchline. And so. That that is a moment when you should be triggered. Right. And then I was just using this as an example of when. When you shouldn't, if when, yeah, I get the initial reaction of being triggered, but sometimes you need to look a little bit deeper, look into the context of, uh, you know, of it. And so, like I said, I don't know about this 2011 Facebook ad. I'm sure it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it's but as far as this one goes, this was not a time to be, you know, triggered and talking about, um, um, boycott Dove, it shit. 99% of y'all, including myself, where I didn't boycott Dove. I'm not gonna give a fuck. Like, I mean, it is like. It is a little like it's just a it's like a little bit weird that like she takes up the shirt and then it's like, ooh, it's a white lady. Like, like I said, to me, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just numb, but <clears throat> but I mean, maybe I'm just too dirtbag leftist. But but yeah. To, to, to me, to me, all I got from that is Dove is just saying that their that their products are. Um, yeah, they're they, for they were good for any for whatever your ethnic group ethnicity is. Now, right. Okay, maybe they could have added. Amer Indians in there. Maybe they could have added some uh, different Asian, East Asian, South Asian groups, you know, or, or, or whatever the fuck. But to me, I'm like, to me, the message is the same. You're showing um, a pretty decent bandwidth of different ethnic, of different ethnicities. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, to me, I'm like, what more do you want? Like, you know. Yeah. Who knows, man. So, but anyway, so that's moving on from that subject. Uh, Wait, how long have we been going so far? We've been going already for an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Do you want to, like, call it pretty soon? Uh, yeah. Because I think this is going to be quite a lot for you to edit. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, so one more thing. Actually, I'll let you... I'll let also, you have you eaten yet? 
Because I am legit. Not, I haven't like, have, uh, not since breakfast. I am. I could eat something. I'm like legit thinking about In-N-Out right now since oh, like really? we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> no doubt. So let's talk about one more thing, and I don't want it to be. We'll make it something that's a little bit less. Um, kind of a softball actually, topic. Actually, let's make it something that I know that will probably be contentious between us. Oh, gosh. Um, it's time to disagree. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the leaked nudes, this is, kind of, this is kind of an old story. Not old, but like, it's, not a, it's, it's, it's a few weeks old. Okay. Um, Bella Thorne's leaked nudes on the cloud. Bella Thorne? Bella Thorne, she's an a- I don't know if she's an actress or model. She's some figure, a celebrity figure. And she had nudes that were uh, leaked um, from the Apple Cloud, or I think somebody hacked into her cloud. Yeah, I mean that's happened um, to a bunch of people. And so this happened to like a bunch since of like the fappening or whatever. Right, of course. Well, the fappening, no, the fappening was different because the du- well, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, it's just the scale of his shit was just like, yeah, his shit was just super aggro. Um, right. But the thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Whoopi Goldberg's response. Which uh, Whoopi Goldberg politically is a uh, is a centrist, and or a centrist she's she's a liberal, um, which means that socially she's sometimes she can be left on occasion, but politically um, she's very status quo establishment, and I have plenty of criticisms about her. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg's response was quote unquote old school or just really reactionary, mm-hmm. which was, um, um, well, it's like. Okay, but like y'all know, y'all, like how long, like how many times do we have to go through? Basically, how many times do we have to go through this before y'all realize, if you're gonna put nudes out there or take nudes, there's a possibility of this shit's gonna get hacked. If you don't want your nudes getting leaked, then don't, then don't take the nudes. And the thing is, as somebody who's taken nudes and sent nudes, I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's like I, I get yeah. it. It's kind of it's like no, no. Look, like look, we're all you know. It's like. It's great to think. It's it's it's. We all want to think that we're just you know that these interactions and and stuff are just very innocuous and that it's not having an effect on people or that there's no real stakes to this shit. It's like no. There's if, if you pay attention to anything the government does, anything mm-hmm. the military does, anything corporations and all these research and analyst teams, every part of your life and your identity is monetized and accounted for. Okay, so so it's like I'm not saying individuals need to be so hyper aware in the same way these institutions are, but just recognize the fact that that recognize the fact that um, um, other people that are that are exploiting us, exploiting you for your shit, are out there and that they're not gonna listen to your um, talking about what's right and what's wrong. If they have the power and the ability to do some shit, they're gonna do they're it. They're gonna it's gonna happen. And yeah, so but yeah, of course nobody of course nobody should steal your leak uh, leak your news. Nobody should break into, you know, cloud servers. There's a whole bunch of shit should people shouldn't do. Well this is like Yeah, I mean that's like this is okay, look. It's kind of a milk toast argument, man. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go hard there. <laughs> no, it's ahead, it's ba- it's bad, but you you know, we live in a society. <laughs> we we li- you know, you shouldn't have done it in the first place, maybe. It is bad, but we do live in a society. I don't know. I think it's like do you should I it, see both sides. I see all the sides. I mean all sides of the Take a side. Yeah. I mean even I don't know, I think it's like Yo, like, okay, so, um, is it then, like, people who use credit cards fault when they get identity thefted? Like, is this not the same thing? I mean, like, shit, like, even Apple, 
like advertises specifically advertises our device is secure like that's their whole thing security apple whatever that's like they put an ad campaign out about this they talk about how like they protect your data and there's this like i don't know i feel like partially like yeah i mean that it that is a risk that you run but it's like we are sort of paying uh for a service to these companies, right? Mm-hmm. And like part of that service and I think even in the the TOS mm-hmm. is that like we are giving you this data under the assumption and under the the understanding that like um just not anybody, not mm-hmm. any freaking random person who wants to can go in there and grab it. Yeah. Dude, I I mean the thing is like no, once again, I I I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just like, it's just like in that in that. We live in a society. We live in a society. No, but um, but but really, it's like yeah, I completely agree. And of course, you know, people who do that should be punished. But it's just like, th- this is the part where you kind of, it's kind of that's kind of naive, because it's like as fuck because we all know everything's gonna say secure and that like oh a hundred percent. You know, satisfaction guaranteed, or it has a fail rate of you know point zero 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 one you know, or whatever the fuck. There's always right. going to be quote unquote safety measures and precautions you can take, and you know hazard warnings and all that good stuff. But the thing is, f- you know, failures are going to happen. There's always going to be a hacker that is better. Uh, there's always going to be this conflict between like the white hats and black hats. You know, talking about um, you know like uh, um, you know computer you know like data hacking and and you know blah blah blah. There's always going to be that back and forth. There's never going to be one form of final security. Security has to be updated. And so, I mean, but, that, but that's just a part of life. There's it's never, like there's never going to be one f- perfectly fail-safe, you know, safety measure in anything. Yeah, but it's I mean, I don't know. I guess yeah, okay. So like you're saying like, hey, planes might crash. If you're afraid of dying in a plane crash, don't ride in a plane. Basically, I mean. I mean, is that is that not like is it not still? But like, if the plane crashed because the pilots were drunk, and, or like because the pilots were from, <laughs> and now I'm gonna get real edgy. The pilots were from. Uh, oh God. You sure you're not just playing the devil like, right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm playing the devil. Or, why can't I remember? I don't even like it's been so long. What was the terrorist or, or from ISIS or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's why the plane crashed. No, once again, no, once again, like I said, like. I'm gonna overuse this term, but context is key. It's like, yeah, there's oh. the risk. There's the risk of planes in an, in and of themselves. There's the risk of flying in and yeah. of itself, right? And then there's the risk of 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 you know, there's a terrorist. Of you getting hijacked and shit. Of getting hijacked. Well, there's but a, there's, there's, a, there's the there's the uh, there's the factor of pilots, you know, being inept or being right. um, you know in a compromised position of some kind. I'm not saying shift. The, I'm not saying completely ignore those factors or don't take them into consideration. But what I'm saying is that just acknowledge, b- really be cognizant of of all the risks. Because the yeah. thing is, you wouldn't have to if you're not going to go fly planes, then you don't have to worry about hijacking and pilots. You take care of all those things in one fell swoop. I, you know, even though I don't go on flights often, um, yeah. I realize that if that becomes more a part of my life, that that's the risk I'm going to be taking. And so, yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, fuck up those, you know, hijackers or the pilots should be, you know, punished. If the, if the airline was being cheap on the, the, the manufacturer or the manufacturer was cheap on the parts or blah, 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 blah. Right. Talk about that. But at the end of the day, 
I'm still hopping on a damn plane for all of these other factors coming to account. Right. Whereas they would be absent if I was just taking the train and dealing with all the factors that go into trains getting so fucked up. So what are you are you trying to say that she should just have mailed her nudes? <laughs> what I'm saying, snail mail. No, if you're gonna look, if you're gonna send nudes, <laughs> and you have the right to do that, snail mail. Hell, I mean, and the thing is, like, somebody could X-ray them shit. That's yeah. true. I mean, so they like, could like easily. So once again, dude, I'm not. There's no risk-free. Basically, what I'm trying to say is like trying to move away from like cynicism of just like, oh, everything's fucked up, and just realizing, okay, there's certain risks, and that I'm gonna take these risks, knowing, you know, saying the benefits and knowing the, you know, the trade-offs and the payoffs and blah 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 blah. But and also, it just, and it just—it's one of those things where it's just like, it just is what it is. It's nothing to be cynical or nihilistic I mean, about. It's just. What it is. But also, you shouldn't hack people's nudes, and you shouldn't hijack planes. Of course. You know, I think that's like, I don't know. I feel like when I you didn't disagree with that. Yeah, but I feel like when you like make that like, you know, I just feel like when you say like, oh, but that's that's the cost of doing business, or that's the risk you run. It like undermines yeah. the fact that it's like, yeah, it is, but it's like people shouldn't do that in the first place. That's a breach of like, you know, what is morally or ethically like correct or polite or like just r- decent to do but we have to but we're live but the, once again but we live in a society <laughs> no let me let me let me um let me um no let me, put, there, let me put it more th- let me put it more this way we live it's just like when i talk to when we yeah. talk about like power dynamics power and shit right when you are engaged with somebody who does not give a fuck about your moral argument about what you think of as good and wrong yeah in that situation, you got to change gears. You know what I'm saying? You can't talk about nonviolence with somebody who's, who's got a gun who's got right a gun there. And you just seen shoot three other people. Yeah. That ain't going to work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just for your own survival sake, you need to change gears and go into a different mode. So it's like if um, um, you have to be on guard. And, so, and then, you, once again, you can say, oh, that, well, that's why I trust Apple to blah, blah, blah. Or that's why I use WhatsApp, you know, which is owned by Facebook now. Right. Um, you know, but it's, 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 you know, once again, I'm saying we have to take, we have to be aware of these things, that there's no such thing as a 100% satisfaction guarantee. There's no such thing as a risk-free anything. Right. And that we are constantly, we are living in a world where the people who have the most influence on our lives don't give a fuck about our talks about um, philosophical or moral, uh, you know, ethics and shit. Right. Their ethics, they're operating on a completely different plane that seems inhuman, inhu- that is hu- inhumane yeah. to us uh, many times. And so, yeah, it's one thing when we're talking amongst our ch- other, uh, each other and being like, yo, dude, you shouldn't say that or you shouldn't, you know, you know blah, 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 be doing that stuff. Somebody who already is at least somewhat within your... your um, um, you know, somebody on the same page, someone, you, someone in the same ballpark. Yeah, someone in the same in the same tier of power. Yeah, tier of power and and ethics and boundaries and shit. But the thing is, the more power and stuff you have, that changes your boundaries, so your ethics change. Right. So that means if you're going to engage with people in this are- in those arenas, then you have to be ready for that shit. Yeah. It's why the government has, when I talked about black hats and white hats, once again, those are terms that are used in the quote-unquote hacking run. I know that's an old phrase, but it's all I can think no, of. No, that's what they still call it. They still call still it? Still hacking. Yeah, yeah. So information security. Information security. There we go. Uh, we're being politically correct. Well, I mean, um, you know, it's just the... But that's why the government does yeah. it. That's why the government has, you know, centralized and then decentralized information gathering techniques because they know that they constantly have to be updating their shit because hackers are constantly updating black hats 
are constantly yeah. updating their shit. Foreign governments, you know, saying, um, you know, uh, drug um, cartels and shit, paramilitary groups, whatever the fuck, just assholes that are too damn good at uh, computer uh, data, with computer data, you know. Fucking computer assholes. And until civilization dies, that's always going to be at play. So I'm not, so once again, it's like, you know, we were talking about Bella Thorne and the leaked nudes and right. the thing about nudes. And like I said, I'm somebody who's sent nudes. I don't do it nearly as much anymore. I really, not much I don't have anybody to send nudes to at this moment. Um, Sad. And I can't say that I never will again. I but haven't but sent nudes in you know, seven months. But it's been seven months. Oh my God, you know. so I, haven't anybody, I haven't seen anybody give me compliments on my dick. <laughs> Which, once again, uh, big dick energy, average dick prices. Hey. All day, every day. <laughs> All day. Each um, day. Wow, holy crap. There's like a collision on the 91. Oh, lovely. When, well, is, when isn't there a collision on the 91? When isn't there a collision? I know. You know what I'm saying, guys? You know what I'm saying? People out there dying. Hey, what's what's the deal with traffic collisions? <laughs> well. What's the deal with vehicular manslaughter? <laughs> but yeah, but just to wrap it up, it's like, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. You know, yes, we live in a society. But no, it's really just about... I mean, I feel like the... I don't know. Okay, here's my here's my my hot take on it. My wrap up take mm-hmm. is basically that, like, yeah, within the society, there are risks to everything you do. There's risk, risks risks to, to driving. There's risks to getting on the plane. There's risks to using your credit card, whatever. But it's still like blame. I mean, I think the main thing that people, from what I've read, I've skimmed just to like participate in this conversation <laughs> a little bit better, is that the caliber of, um. Of basically the the yeah it's victim blaming right and it's like yeah you know that's that is the that is something that can happen it's like yeah when you walk what do you it's like saying it's like yeah when you walk down the street by yourself you can get mugged like yeah that's a that's something that can happen but it doesn't mean that like it's their fault right no 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 of course like 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 I said like people who are who are doing the fucked up shit they should be they should be uh, prosecuted um, they should be punished. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, there should be preemptive measures. I'm all for, like, adding lights and, you know, on streets and stuff and surveillance cameras and all the things that, you know, all the different measures that you take. But at a certain point, there's, there's unavoidable there's, – there's risk is unavoidable. I think that's maybe a better way of me saying it. Risk is unavoidable, and it's just about being able to assess it. If it comes down the line that my nudes get leaked or other sensitive information, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, whoever, you know, uh, or discloses, like, medical information, breaking, like, HIPAA laws. Yeah, of course. There should be. I'm glad that there's laws in place to punish those people, and I'm gonna try to pursue that shit. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm gonna be like, it is what it is. Y'all know what my dick looks like now because I made it available. I played that game. I played that card. I spun the wheel. I spun the wheel, and I and I was acknowledging the risks of that. It wasn't something. It wasn't like I did that shit without the knowledge of doing so. We've we've seen you know leaked stuff for over two decades now. Yeah, I mean it happens. Like, you know. it's also like, you know, I mean. I don't know. I feel like I need. To, I'd probably need to watch the. I'd probably need to watch the video to have a better opinion. But I think no, that was, probably that was, no. That was basically it. It was just like that. Inf- that news. That story came up, and it was on the View. And Whoopi Goldberg's position was the quote-unquote reactionary position. And so, yeah. Here's once again. It's the, it's the context of the situation. Like ultimately, yeah. ultimately, what she's saying is correct. Alt- that, that you're taking that risk. But the thing is, depending on the person, depending on the person, they'll be like. Okay, so it's Bella Thorne's fault, whereas somebody like you, somebody like me, will be like, 
no, she took a risk, but she shouldn't be blamed as an individual for it's not it's not a ne- it's not a negative mark on her. I mean, but it yeah. is it, but it is a risk. The responsibility, the bad mark, should be on whoever leaked the news. And Apple for not having as secure or whoever, uh, whichever server, company, whichever I think company, presumably whichever. Apple. Right, but I'm but the thing is, like, we have to be able to say. Once again, you have to look at the context. We we have to be able to say I think that somebody can be right, but for the wrong reasons, and not just say that because we don't oh, yeah. like, we don't li- just because we don't like this person, or just because. No, okay, that's because, the takeaway. You know, or just because most of their views are horrible. Like I don't agree with Whoopi Goldberg like, on ninety nine percent of other shit. I think I think she's a, you know, say next to next to right wingers. Yeah. I fucking hate centrist and liberals, which is exactly what she is. They all need to fu- they all need to go toast. down the fucking to- toilet. But in this particular choke on milk toast. And the thing is, she could be saying that to just victim blame. But you know what? At the end of the day, when I when it comes up and you ask me, what do I think about it? I'm gonna say Whoopi Goldberg is right, but. For the reasons that I stated, I'm not gonna just leave it as, oh, she was right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say no, she was right because there's no risk, uh, there's no risk-free environment in which we we live in. As much as we, we may want to tell ourselves, or we think that we can pay for it, there's no such thing as as um, 100% security. Yeah, I mean, I feel like okay. Yes, but that like facet of the conversation just undermines the the violation. You know what I mean? How so? Like, okay. So yeah, we we live in a it's okay, so it's like I was saying, we it's like yeah, we live in a society <laughs> where other people are are bad actors, other people have bad motivations, other people can do things to us, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like basically you shouldn't be blamed for participating in society or doing a thing, right? No, of course not. But that's, I mean, see, I think the problem isn't, like, that Whoopi Goldberg saying, like, there's a risk, there's a, that's the risk you run. You shouldn't have sent nudes if you didn't want them leaked, because that's what happens. Right. Like, that's, like, just, uh, you know? No, once, once again... Yeah, once, that's not the once, problem, really, because it's, like, no duh. Well, once again, it's, like, I can say that somebody is right, but for the wrong reasons. Not too long ago, uh, Trump pulled out or the last minute he seemed to have pulled out of going to war with Iran which the thing is he already knew he wasn't going to go to war with Iran and it was because uh, apparently it was because of him seeing Tucker Carlson um, do a segment on his show where he said the president should go to war now the reason that Tucker Carlson doesn't want to go to war is because it would hurt Trump's re-election um, uh, it would hurt his chances for re-election right. because even a lot of right-wingers don't want to go into another war because the stain of Iraq is very fresh in uh, in people's memories, right? In the, especially the electorate. Um, so, but the thing is, whenever you bring up the topic, that's why you have to do your due diligence and make sure the context is correct. So I can say that Tucker Carlson is right that we shouldn't go to war with Iran, but I'm going to say it for the reasons – for humanitarian reasons, I'm gonna say it for the reasons of anti-imperialism. Um, yeah. I'm gonna talk about from a humanist standpoint. I'm not gonna defend it. I'm gonna make and I'm gonna make sure that context is there. So yeah, Tucker Carlson is right, but for the wrong fucking reason, or for the reason that I am not in support of. And for I have a bad to, motivation. Bad motivation. But the thing is, you have to be able to say that. You can't just go to oh well, I don't like this person, or 99% of the shit that they say is wrong. No. And and, and the thing is, I'm not even giving him points. 
I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying that this particular idea, I'm ba- I'm basically hijacking the idea. I'm taking yeah. this thing away from you, from you being able to say that you're right, and I'm giving you the nuance of my position well, and, and how you can still be in the and how you can still hold, um, you can still be right about this issue yeah. and for the right reason. That's what I want. That's mm. what I'm trying to, you know. That's what I, you know, do. You got it. It's explaining the context. So, right. So the same thing with Whoopi Goldberg. I'm gonna say that, it, you know, whenever it comes up in conversation, you know, what I'm saying, I'm gonna say that Whoopi is right, but not for the reasons you think. You know, it's mm. just like, it's just like all those um those clickbaity titles. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and so see why so and so was right, but Whoopi Goldberg is right, but not for the reason that you think. But that's a and that's mm. but that's a real thing. That's that's but that's real. That's genuine. Like we've, it's good ideas and good points don't just come from quote unquote good people or yeah. people or people that we like. I I guess so. I just feel like that. It, I feel like that's like the and maybe I don't know. Maybe I I oversimplify that or whatever. But I feel like that's just like the granted. That's like the ground level of that conversation is like we, we all we've all been on on Earth for the last. You know, or anyone who's been anyone who's been on Earth for the last like twenty or so years knows like about Paris Hilton, knows about what is it, the fappening, knows about everyone, like knows about all the sex tape leaks. Mm-hmm. Like we all know that's a thing that happens if you're famous and attractive. Like people are gonna try and figure out what you look like naked. You don't. It doesn't. You don't even have to be famous. All the amateur shit they get. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, or if you send a nude to your ex and then you break up and they're like, "Fuck you!" They might put it on Pornhub. It yep. might happen. Yep. Right. But that and doesn't. It's wrong, and it's wrong, and it's not an excuse, and it's not just. It's not victim blaming. It's not victim blame. It's it's once again, you you got to explain the context. It's like it might happen, but it doesn't mean that it should. It doesn't mean that it's excusable, right? No, of course not. And I'm and I'm. No. Yeah, so that's the takeaway. But here's ultimately, I think, here's my takeaway, is that I think we just need to accept that uh, all nudes are eventually going to get leaked. So just get comfortable with your body. And you know what? Actually, here, I'm going to take it a step further. Why don't we just live in a nude society? If we're all going to, like, I think we just need to, I think the problem isn't, like, that people are leaking nudes. It's just that we live in a puritanical society that demonizes the human figure, and everyone should just start walking around naked. Hmm. That's my that's my call to action. All right. Start walking around naked. Who cares? I can I can't say that I disagree with that. <laughs> so uh, thanks everybody, all thirteen of you that eventually will listen to this. Uh, this has been it's all relative with your host Sandboy and uh, Sandboy uh, and Frankie. What's your name? My name is Sunbeam the Dark Lord. Sunbeam the Dark Lord. All right. We'll uh, we'll hit y'all up next time. All right.